Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. everybody welcome to another episode of the magic our way podcast i am kevin i'm danny and how are y'all doing guys it's been a while since you both kind of did something it's been a couple of weeks we've both been kind of busy with life you know yes. and I, I think i explained a little bit of it last uh, last week on the show you know you're moving so you're basically yeah. done moving and everything else yeah the, into your that, temporary housing right all that remains is a soreness yep all is just a soreness and as you can tell if you could hear by the sound of my voice i'm still kind of under the weather a little bit you know, the weather keeps on freaking changing here in New Orleans, man. <laughs> it's like it was hot one day. I could have worn shorts. Now yep. it's like freezing cold. Yeah. Uh, where I live, there's like tons of pollen in the air. So all kind of stuff in my sinus system. It's just not happening. <laughs> so um, you're going to hear me. I just, I'm not going to sound my normal self, but, you know, I'm, st- I'm still able to talk, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we, we're, we're going to do something a little different for this week's show. We're um, not really different. We're just doing part of our show. Because we're still getting uh, doing the after effects of uh, Danny's got the after effects of moving, and I'm currently doing a show this week at, an, at, a, at a theater, so I'm, my, my my nights have been pretty packed. Um, so today we're gonna have our little uh, Q segment, and uh, we'll have a hub segment that we actually recorded a um, few, I guess, a couple of months ago. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was a little generic topic, so we'll have that on there. Yeah, you probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of just diminished what we talked Yeah, a little generic thing we did months ago. Yeah, it's just a little something-something, you know, that we did. But it, uh, but you guys, your listeners will like it. You, you guys will enjoy it. Um, so, uh, ooh, that was, the, that was the studio talking to us. Yes. Yeah, we're in a fancy new studio down here. Oh, yeah. We're recording all over. We're recording in the East. We're recording... Yep. New Orleans East, yeah. yeah, New Orleans East Studios. So we're in, we're we're at Katrina Ground Zero. Yeah, these are the Brad Pitt houses. This is the Brad Pitt Studios. We yeah. could call it solar powered, baby. Solar powered, yeah, all kind of fancy stuff. So anyway, enough about us, man. Let's head on to the queue. All right, this week in the queue, we only have one topic, which pretty much everybody's talking about. And it's the new Disney Springs project that's happening within the next three years to be completed in 2016. Um, Have you heard about this, Danny? Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, So for those that haven't heard yet, uh, for any of our listeners, Disney Springs is this entire uh, full full body makeover of the downtown (laughs) Disney area. It'll no longer be downtown Disney. No, it'll no longer be downtown Disney. It'll be referred to as Disney Springs. And basically what happens is they're going to, make the entire area like right now before i proceed right now it's split into three different sections right it's um uh the village marketplace is that what yeah that's what they call it um and they have the west side and they have what was formerly known as pleasure island Mm -hmm. or what was going to be known as hyperion wall but that's no longer going to happen hyperion wharf thing um but anyway yeah so they're going to put everything under one theme uh, based around this whole Disney Springs idea, the whole Florida Springs kind of concept deal, mm-hmm. where this, they had this little town and everything else that kind of grew up around these hot springs, kind of like uh, Cars Land and you know the whole Cars Land story, where they showed that they have a picture had that little film where they showed the beginnings of that Radiator Springs, Stanley. right? It was Stanley. He discovered some hot springs. You know, people uh, cars going across the desert needed water, and he gave them water. And so this is going to be some kind of thing. 
Um, it's going to be completed in 2016, and it'll nearly double downtown Disney's size, which, you know, that's hard to imagine. Yeah. You know, I was, I was just, we were just down there. I mean, I guess, yeah, there's a lot of land they could still expand on. I mean, there's a lot of land around in that area. Well, you know, I hope they kind of interconnected a little bit better, and I think they are. I think that's what they're doing, you know. Yeah. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to. I'm curious to see how it comes out. I mean, I look at the pictures and stuff, and it just looks just amazing. Um, yeah, that was the studio talking to us again. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's, a, it, it's all good. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's, it, it should connect all three areas into, under kind of one theming. And from the looks of the pictures and everything else, it looks like it's going to be really pretty detailed, you know? Yeah. One of the things that they stress is that, you know, there's going to be a whole backstory. You know, Disney's really good with story. Um, so they're going to have this whole idea about, um, um, well, let me see if I can find the story here. Um, well, yeah, it, it, like it's kind of like what you said about it, it, it erupting around the hot springs. Right. That, um, you know, that 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 the town slowly built around, and right. then it expanded from there. It even said something about um, there being a connection between um, Walt's parents being married. Oh, and, right, right. Yeah, in Central Florida as well. So. Um, so yeah. I mean, this is going to be like almost like a theme park in in and of itself, you know, with shopping well, areas and everything else. So that should be kind of neat. I'm looking. I'm actually really, really looking forward to that. Really? To see? Yeah, I, I think so. You I'm, think this is the best they could have did? Um, for now, I, you know, this is pretty darn good compared to what they were thinking of doing. You well, know, I mean, obviously we had a big expansion there where there was just nothing, mm-hmm. um, and really a lot of cool stuff was taken out of there. Now. Take it, it out of the oh, like Pleasure Island stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was like a ghost town over there. Right, right, so right. So now they're replacing it with, I mean, we they always had uh, dining and shopping. Right. And now they're replacing what's missing with more dining and shopping. Dining, um, shopping's uh, backstory w- kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're giving you a little bit of a um, of well, I mean, they, they're gonna. It's going to be dining and shopping with water. Right, right. Is <laughs> basically how they're going to do it. And I don't know. I guess I'm just a little bit disappointed because Pleasure Island offered something that, you know, the marketplace didn't. Right. Which is what the West Side didn't. I mean, yeah. it's just like Pleasure Island Pleasure Island was something uh, unique in and of itself. And now it seems like it's like, okay, it's going to be the exact same thing that the rest of it is. Right. Uh, more or less, I don't know. They're just, they're, I know there's going to be some businesses that might be not might not be coming back. They haven't announced anything yet as far as what business will be leaving and what business will be coming in. So it could be you know anything. It could be anything could but happen I mean, in there. They're, they're saying that the world of Disney is going to be expanding. Right. They're saying that there's going to be more shops and more restaurants. Right. Is that going to make you want to go to downtown Disney? Probably. You know what made me go down there is to actually see all the theming. And see how everything's, you know, kind of interconnected. Okay, but you like, okay, let's say you go down there one time to see all the theming. Yeah. Is it going to make you want to come back? Probably so. You think so? I mean, I go back to downtown Disney anyway. I, I go, but to me, downtown Disney is something like, I've done it before, so when we go on a trip, downtown Disney is something that you fit in where it's like, okay, we got in early, right. still got a little energy left. Let's go down to see what downtown Disney yeah. is all about. Let's see me. It's like, I, for my trip, I, I always plan to go to Earl Sandwich. So while really? I, yeah, I like that place. I like that mm-hmm. little restaurant. Besides, if, for those that didn't know, AAA offers a great discount for mm-hmm. the Earl of Sandwich people. It's a little bit more than the regular discount that they give out. But anyway, that's a that's a totally different story. But um, I like yeah, Wolfgang Pucks over there. Oh, Wolfgang I, Pucks I, is great. I enjoy yeah. that. I enjoy the uh, uh, Art of Disney store that they have over yeah. there. Love going to that place. But again, 
if anything gets chopped from my trip, it's always going to be downtown Disney. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, I, I always make it down there every trip for some reason. It's, uh, we try. We didn't do it this time. But right. Yeah, we generally try. Whether it's what I sh- what I, I want to shop or, you know, if I'm waiting for my room, I don't feel like, you know, going to the parks. I just want to do something strolling, simple strolling, maybe a little simple shopping or whatever. Um, they always have the concerts there with the band. Some of the Magic Music mm-hmm. Day students come in and they play in that little concert pavilion amphitheater. You know, so I'll go check that out. Lego stores there. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, here's the thing: the, the the place that I always go in downtown Disney is the Village Marketplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I could, you know, I'll go to the West Side, but I, it, that doesn't make me want to go back. Yeah, I barely make it to the West Side. Usually, we get you tired know, by the time we get to the Walt Disney. And well, we- even that, it's just the way that it, it looks and the way that the theme just looks like a regular kind of touristy mall type thing. You yeah. know. Where Disney Village Marketplace, at least there's a little bit of theming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little more uh, intimate. You know, you got little nooks and crannies, little pathways. You know, you turn this, this way, like, oh, there's another shop. You go this way, it's like, oh, there's a shop. Oh, there's a bathroom. I didn't know mm-hmm. that was right there. You know, or you can go this way, it's like, oh, all of a sudden there's Rainforest Cafe, you know? But when you're basically looking at the exact same merchandise that you've seen in the parks. Yeah, that could kind of throw you off, but I think I mean, they're going to be attracting different stores there. Well, maybe, but I mean, stores that you wouldn't find at your local mall. Apple Store. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not too sure about that because they're talking about some other. We'll see. I guess what I'm saying is I need to see a little bit more in order to get excited about it. I was hoping they would have put a little bit more entertainment. Well, that might be downtown. coming too. That's all they, th- they. They haven't been really specific as far as everything that they're going into it. Well, right, but I mean, you do hear dining and shopping, <laughs> dining, and that seems yeah. about right. And um, so, I mean, I know you got Splitsville over there as right. well. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a it's sort of an attraction over there but i mean i would have liked to have seen them do something and i know we're, we're magic are weighing a little bit here right but i would have liked to have seen them do a little bit i don't know i would like to have seen them take that little area and transform it into something um the whole area you're talking about no no no, no. i'm just talking about the pleasure island area Keep the marketplace, keep your little West End section, yeah. take that little Pleasure Island section and turn that into your little entertainment district kind of thing. Like, what would be so bad with turning it into, say, maybe the boardwalk from uh, Walt Disney World? Yeah. Um, kind of, I mean, you know what, they would already have the boardwalk. I know what I mean. Paradise Pier from uh, Disneyland. Oh, from Disneyland, yeah. Put in a, a Ferris wheel, put in some of those little, uh, what you call, kind of carnival rides. Give it that kind of a theme yeah. there. So not only do you have the incentive to go over there for the shopping, right. for the dining, but you have some attractions. You know, I, I, couldn't, I can't see them not doing something like that. I would hope so, but I, mean, I didn't see it in the concept art. Aside from the the air balloon, yeah, yeah, I really haven't seen anything that you go over there to experience. But I, mean, I, I I like the whole idea of unifying all three areas instead of having three areas separate things. Oh, absolutely! You know, yeah, I, I I really I like that whole idea of that theming. Yeah, and I don't mean you know? to uh, I don't mean to denigrate what they're doing with that. I like the idea that they're doing that. I was just I guess I was a little bit disappointed because I'm like. All right, and, and who knows? Maybe the announcement is still coming. Maybe right. the news is still coming. But I'm looking for. All right, you lost the Adventurers Club. You lost the Comedy Warehouse. I mean, you. It'd be nice if they put stuff in there like that. Exactly. Like, give me an attraction to come back to. Don't just give me another store to shop in right. and another restaurant to eat in. I want attraction something that's going to make me hey it's been a long day i can go back and mm-hmm. grab a drink at the bar at my yeah. hotel or i can suck it up and go out for another two hours mm-hmm. and go down to downtown disney 
And I'm talking about, I'll give me something beyond, okay, let's just see what they did over there. I want to see something uniquely Disney. Yeah. I don't want to see another Apple store. I don't right, want to see, right. you know. Something uh, you can find in your own mall. Exactly. Yeah. I want to see a Brookstone. I want to see, <laughs> I want to go over there and I want to see something uniquely Disney. So uh, it makes it's sense hard to me, for, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard for that. me to get very excited about what's going on over there until I know the full extent of what they're yeah. putting in there. But I don't see a whole lot of emphasis on these little press releases. I don't, I don't no, see a they lot have, of Yeah, they haven't really been specific as far as everything. Well, I mean, but I see attraction. I mean, I, mean, I see dining. I see shopping. Right. I don't see anything about attractions. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, let me read this little thing that I'm seeing on this. Uh, Theron Skis. I uh, was answering the question about why 2013 is the right time to do this whole area. And he kind of mentions about the stuff that they, that what motivated them to do this uh, makeover. Um, and, and, I, and I quote, uh, Disney has a long history of listening to our guests. Visitors and local residents alike have really told us a lot about their desires for increased diversity in shopping and new dining selections. And that's the primary reason. So there you go. I can see the concern. Um, secondarily, we o- love to always improve our venues. Imagineering has a long history of looking at master plans and understanding what's relevant for our guests. And downtown Disney is one of those areas that has been open for 30 years. And we look at a lot of different types of plans over the years and took our time to really decide on what was the best approach for this area. And we landed on Disney Springs. It's kind of a unifying storyline that we felt would really reinvigorate the property and really give it an identity all of its own. That I agree with. Yeah, I know. You know it's going to look, it's, uh, I'm sure, but just looking at the pictures, it's going to look great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, uh, you know, I, 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 I can see your point. What are they going to put in there that's going to make it uniquely Disney, you know? Well, I mean, and let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this question. Yeah. If you had the choice, they're going to go ahead, they're going to redo it, they're going to do Disney Springs, they're going to do it their way, mm-hmm. or you could have this new Disney Springs thing, or you can have Pleasure Island back. What would you take? Something you got to think Let's about. It, huh? Yeah. Because I liked all this stuff at Pleasure Island. I did, too. I, I think you're crazy not to. I mean. But I like the theming that's going to happen with all this. I do, too. Because here's I, the thing. There's nothing that makes me want to go to the West Side. Right. I mean, honestly. Other than, like, the Bongos, the Cuban Cafe. No, is that is that Bongos there? Disney Quest. Disney Quest. Yeah, I go to Disney Quest, but I don't have to. Yeah. I, they well, haven't the really. Way. I mean, it's, it's like they haven't really taken care of that one mm-hmm. as much. It's still the same games. Nothing's really new. You know, if I if I go, I'll probably go play like the retro games or that little ball thing. Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil's there. You know, it's 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 Cirque. It's the same show. It's been there. I'm surprised it hasn't changed or anything or nothing's different. So I mean, but that's so what you're coming up with, and this is like when they're doing the market research and they're saying our market research shows that our consumers want more dining, more shopping. I don't buy it. <laughs> I mean, I want to see something over at downtown Disney outside of what I can buy in my local mall or in a Disney theme park gift right. shop. That's what I want to see in downtown Disney. And don't, I mean, yes, the visual is nice and it's great that they're yeah. going to have this whole new theming. They'll have these springs, this wonderful area to look at that's wonderful. I'm talking about attractions. I want to see, and I'm not talking about putting in a, an animatronic yeah. or... Anything like that. I'm talking about something beyond the normal scope of right. what you would find in downtown Disney as it exists something right now. Something that's unique that you can't see anywhere else. Well, exactly. You know, right. the Adventurers Club was unique. 
You know, the comedy yeah. warehouse may not have been unique, but it was unique to find on Disney property. Right. There was only one place you could go to see a comedy act, and that right, was there. Right. You know, there's not there's more than one place I can go to pick up Disney merchandise. Right, right. You know, there's more than one place I can go to grab a hamburger. Give me something a little bit unique, some something that's a draw. I know when we used to go at the end of the night when you were tired and you were you just didn't have it in you, and you you could gut it out because we we're like, screw it, let's just go to the right. Adventurers Club, let's grab a Congolution, let's you know, let's laugh and have a good time. Right. You could always work it up for that. It's hard to work up the energy to go to the Disney, to downtown Disney as right. it exists right now, uh, and just be like, hey, let's go to the Art of Disney store when every theme park has an Art of Disney store yeah, now. Yeah. Hollywood Studios has one. Epcot has one. Right. Magic Kingdom has one right on Main Street now. Yeah. I mean, it's like you really, the art of Disney store is everywhere. So it's not that unique to downtown Disney yeah. now to be the Disney Springs. So I'm excited to the extent that they're going to give a little bit of theming to the area. But yeah. until I see something uh, beyond dining and shopping, it's still not going to make me want to visit downtown Disney as a must. Yeah, let me read a quote from uh, the. This is a Fox News down in Orlando. They printed this article based on uh, Rick, Ricky Brigatti when he did his little thing uh, that he wrote for this. Uh, let's see. He says that, and I quote, but retail experts say the larger idea behind the revamped complex is about introducing a host of shopping and entertainment venues, not necessarily associated with the theme parks, that will keep visitors from ever wanting leaving the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, or in other words, imagine shopping for an iPad or picking up the latest Dior lip color between rides on Space Mountain without ever glancing at the rest of Orlando. So <laughs> that's what you want when you spend ten dollars for a right. hamburger. You're like, I have too much money. Let me go buy an iPad. Yeah, I hope that's not the case because it's. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I really, I, I know Apple is involved with Disney now and everything else, but it's like, I, I do. I, I don't really need an Apple store. I go exactly. to Disney World to escape. Yes. You know. Now, granted. I like the theming, but you know I'm with you in the respect that yeah I want to see something unique, yeah, uniquely dizzy. What are you What are you going to bring to the table for this? You exactly. Know? Um, so I'm I'm hopefully optimistic. I hope I'm not disappointed in the fact that this is just a bunch of stores with just awesome theming. I mean, granted, yeah, I'll probably love the theming, but I hope it's something that, like you said when we originally started, something that makes me want to come back. Yeah. Because as of right now, when I go to downtown Disney, all I go to is the Village Marketplace. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I walk from. Uh, Rainforest Cafe all the way to the, uh, T-Rex and then back and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. You know, as of right now, I have no desire to whatever they call Pleasure Island now, the old Pleasure Island. I have no desire to go there. No desire to go to the West Side. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I walk through West Side. That's pretty much it. It's, yeah. you know, so we'll see. And they said West Side is supposed to be more like an industrial type thing. You know, it's like when it springs got up, you know, it's supposed to show progress from like springs. Mm-hmm. They have the town center and the landing and they have the hot springs that goes through. And then uh, all of a sudden things got industrialized and everything else and then so on and so forth kind of a deal. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You know, it's like it, it's Animal Kingdom to me. I mean, Animal Kingdom to me is the most visually beautiful and stunning. Oh, of it's all awesome. The, yeah. Yeah. Of all the parks. However, as far as a ride basis goes. Yeah. It's the one that I feel like uh, I got to cut one. I don't have enough days. I can only be there for three days. It's it's probably going to be high up in your list because outside of Expedition Everest, um, see, I like dinosaur. Dinosaur is nice. Dinosaur is nice. And now I like Nemo. I like. Uh, see, I, I like that part. I, I like that. Part. I like that park too. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying you got to cut one. Yeah. 
it's either going to be Hollywood Studios, it's going to be Epcot, it's going to be Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom. Let's take Downtown Disney out of the equation. Right. Which park are you cutting? To right. me, oh, you go ahead. I was going to say, to me, it's either Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. I lend more towards um, the studios personally, just because the studios does doesn't really do a whole lot for me. But I can see Animal Kingdom being the chopping block as well. I yeah. might spend two days in Magic Kingdom and one day at Epcot. You know, I'd agree with you. I, you know, with, with kids now, I mean, there's not really much. I mean, there's some for my kids, but a lot of the stuff they have there is pretty old. So I would, for older kids, so I'd probably cut Hollywood Studios if I had a choice. Mm-hmm. My, my kids love Animal Kingdom. They like seeing the animals. They like taking the jungle treks, mm-hmm. the safari, everything else, just all the lush vegetation. You know, and, act, and now I, like, I really like Pete Safari, so I, I got to go there now. <laughs> and, you know, like Legend of the Lion King's there. Uh, Legend of the Lion King? Yeah, Festival, Festival sorry. Festival, yeah. Legend was, well, Legend was, uh, what was Legend? That was something else. I think isn't that oh the, that was that thing that used to be in Magic Kingdom wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh gosh, man, I'm getting all messed up. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, how do we get on this topic? Yeah. I, I, uh, oh, I you're talking about comparing it. Yeah, that, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. As visually stunning as something is, yeah, it's still on the chopping block unless they have something in there. You're like, oh, I can't pass that up. Right. Right. So yeah, I I I, I can see that. I hope, hopefully that'll uh, hopefully we'll see something different. I mean, everybody's saying now it's just going to be a bunch of restaurants and shops, but hopefully they'll surprise us and give us something a little more. Well, you know? yeah, I'm one of them until they announce something different. But looking at the concept art, it is stunning. Yeah. One Man's Dream, I wouldn't mind like a whole, a bigger oh, yeah. expansion on One Man's Dream. That's not bad. Move it out of the studios. You know, put it in there. Yeah. Put it in there and actually give it like a... Well, you know, and, and actually, let's, let's do this. What would we want to see there? This is almost like a, uh, a Q slash Magic Our Way segment. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. I'd like to see a little bit of a Paradise Pier kind of thing going in there. Yeah. Where you have, you know, some of those old... Um, like those Carney type of attractions. Car- yeah, yeah, like, you know, kind of like, again, a Ferris wheel. I mean, you already have a hot air balloon ride over there. You know what would be cool with that? If they had those little things, like maybe even a little roller coaster, mm-hmm. like they could sell like ticket books again. <laughs> for those little things, man, you could buy those little ticket books in the style of how they used to do it for the park. Yeah, absolutely. That'd and be it's great. not that many rides, so it's not like you really have to sell a lot of tickets. But oh, you yeah. know, like the Ferris wheel could be like a D ticket, and the mm-hmm. little roller coaster could be like an E ticket. You know, like a Coney Island kind of cyclone type thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be awesome! I bet you that go over pretty well. Oh, absolutely. Gangbuster wise, you wouldn't have to have all, you know like any of those indoor rides with right. any of the uh, what you call it. Um, you know, any of the dark rides, right. any of the animatronics. Just keep it, you know, simple. Keep it basic. But, I mean, make it something to where, you know, you and I both have kids. Yeah. They're young now. It's not that big of a deal. As they get older, they're going to be like, I don't want to go to downtown Disney. Right. <laughs> well, baby, you go. You can. Like, because right now they do have some rides over there, but they're really They're kinda, really small, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the little. The uh, cutesy little. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't do anything for you if you have kids over the age of right. six. You right. know, um. So yeah, I would I would like to see something along the lines of that. Not even that yeah. I think that's the best theming in the world, right? But I think for an outdoor an, an outdoor environment where you yeah. don't have to, I don't want I don't want to see them get anything too intricate. Right? And put no, that you in can't. A park. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. So to keep it simple, something like that. Something that involves a whole family, because I know some people argue that Pleasure Island was cool, but it was kind of against Walt's philosophy that he wanted the entire family to be able to enjoy it. Well, you, you know. know you're right, and it's, but a lot of the Disney uh, uh, philosophy is like that nowadays. I mean, yeah. when you do, um, you know, the new Fantasyland and half the stuff in there is princess-related stuff, right. 
you're not just you're not just including excluding mom and dad. You're excluding brother. Right. So you go and throw the the the, uh, the seven dwarfs mind train in there to kind of appease. Well, yeah, that's what I, that's what I'd like to see. You know, you the have boys, but yeah, exa- have an adventures club type thing for maybe the older people. But mm-hmm. also, while maybe somebody's doing that, they can go to like a, a different kind of attraction or like a, 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 an event, an experience. Yeah, that they could put in there for the younger ones. You know, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I might, I might, shoot, I might even, uh, well, I guess you couldn't really move like the Disney Junior stuff there. No. You couldn't really do that. And really, it wouldn't make much sense because if you have young young ones, they're probably yeah. not going to be there at that. I probably don't know not too that. Many, when you go to downtown Disney, is it day or is it night? Usually it's day. I don't, oh, go, okay. I don't go there at night only because it's like super crowded. Oh, wow. Because it's like when people get tired or they don't want to be at the park, where do they go? They go there in the evening. That's I mean, pretty much it's what we packed. do. So I don't yeah. like going there anymore in the evening because it's just, especially the marketplace when it's like, you know, the alleyways are so really, uh, not really cramped, but they're not like big free flow and kind of like West Side, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes it hard to move around, especially with a stroller. So when I go, I'll go during the day. Yeah. Because it's not as crowded, you know? It's not as crowded. But anyway. Um, anyway. Uh, I know you have any thought, other thoughts about stuff you'd want to see? Just, I mean, no more destination eating. I mean, you already have, you know, the Rainforest Cafe where you can sit there and watch animals come to life while you eat. Right. You already have, um, you know, the T-Rex Cafe where you can watch dinosaurs come to life when you eat. You already have Splitsville where you can bowl while you eat. Right. Give us something you can just do without right. having to pay to eat. I right, mean, right, because right. you can only eat, you're only going to eat one time at downtown Disney. Yeah. And uh, especially when, you know, locations like, you know, the Rainforest Cafe, you know, not only are there, is there more than one in Disney World, there's more than one in the country. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's multiple Rainforest Cafes that you can go eat at. Uh, there's more than one T-Rex. I mean, you know, I just thought of something. I'll, t- I'll take a comic book store. Oh, that's a you great know, they idea. Can put, they're like their Disney comics and stuff. If they want it, like the old DuckTales stuff and the, like the even older stuff. Could. And maybe they could sneak in Marvel or something like that. I was going like to say, that, could you know? Disney do a Marvel? Uh, could they sell Marvel comics at a comic book store? I don't see why not. Property? Well, I mean, they can't have Marvel characters appear in their parks. No, but this is where, yeah, we're talking about a comic book, which is you could pretty much sell that anywhere. Depending on the distributor, think. right? And it all depends on the stipulations of that contract. You would think, but I mean, you know, you can sell Pepsi anywhere. Can you sell Pepsi in a Disney park? No, because they're a Coke park, aren't exactly. they? Exactly. Right. So, could you sell Marvel? Ca- ah, that's a- it depends on the contract that Marvel had with Universal, what it stipulates. It stipulates that no character shall appear in their park. Now, in what form? That's the question. Is it animatronics or is it walk around characters or is it in the comic books or is it in plush? Or I is would it think, in, I mean, if dolls those- or. If the lawyers are any good who drew up those contracts, they would know that Disney's smart enough to say, okay, we can have walk-around Marvel characters so they yeah. kill that. We could have, uh, you know, uh, a Marvel rod so they kill that. Right. We can, you know, so how... I would imagine that that contract there is pretty thorough, so could... But at the same time, I bet you that Disney lawyers could find a loophole somehow. Uh, you would think so. They've they've already moved towards doing this whole uh, Marvel on Ice kind of thing. I think is what they're doing now, right? Universal or no, 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 not a Universal. Oh, they, different Disney. Disney is doing like a Mar- uh, Marvel on Ice kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's okay. Marvel on Ice. It, it's something to that effect. I can't remember what it was. I saw it, and uh, you know, would you say? It's a Marvel on Ice, right? Yeah, it is a field industry 
field industries okay we have we have our we have a friend eli over here from another podcast and he's like the we had him for past shows oh yeah he's, he's, he's been he, to he's downtown the, disney he's the comic one of the comic book gurus of the show oh that's okay it's okay um but yeah, we talk. He's talking about field industries doing the whole uh, uh, Marvel on Ice kind of deal. But I'm wondering. I'm, I'd be curious to see what they specified as far as details of how much like Marvel that they can't do. What's that on the east of the Mississippi? Is that what they said, or, or was it? It was something like they can't have any Marvel characters in, oh, in any Florida park. I guess. Here, here's the report. Field Entertainment, producers of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus, and Disney on Ice is announcing a partnership Wednesday with Marvel Entertainment to produce a live arena show featuring the Marvel Universe of characters. Um, <coughs> you know, as an aside, man, I'd, I'll take an ice rink down downtown Disney. <laughs> you know, you know that'd be oh, uh, that'd be nice. That'd be uh, that that would feel pretty nice in the in the summer of Florida. Oh, absolutely. Uh, That's not a bad idea rink. at all. That'd be a little nice. ice cream floor. Yeah. yeah, a little ice skating. Again, you, you stick with the outside stuff. Try and, um, you know, try and keep it simple out there. Yeah, right. I can see that. Totally. You know what would be cool is if, well, like, they have all the countries. You know what else? Yeah. Jet skis. Jet skis. Oh, yeah, sweet. They don't you really do have all this water stuff. Go ahead. Let them get out there in jet skis. You get a little tubing. Actually, yeah. in the springs like they do in like the, some of the other Florida springs. I don't know. You'd have to bring a bathing suit then, I guess. If you're doing jet skiing and tubing. And well, I guess you'd have to plan for that if you were. Yeah. You know, you'd have to do all that. But point being is, is that somewhere out there are people like we're a New Orleans based podcast. We're right. fans who sit here and discuss and analyze what we think of the news coming out of Disney. Somewhere out there is a Ricky Bergani or a Jim Hill yeah. or people who really have connections and know this stuff. I'd be very interested to know logistically could disney sell if disney opened a comic book store yeah. on their grounds could they sell a marvel comic book yeah yeah i'd be curious i'd be curious and you know would it be wise to sell dc since they don't own it hmm oh i don't think they do that I don't yeah think so i mean that. what are they selling then how do you do a comic book store if you can't sell dc you can only do marvel but you can't have marvel in the dc in, in the disney parks yeah well if they're allowed to sell marvel then they would be able to sell like their old disney comic books too um you know you maybe maybe it's not a complete comic book store i would, wouldn't mind a store that that covers like you know almost every disney book that's out there but isn't it isn't it interesting how it is, a comic yeah. book store just blows everything out of the water you can't have yeah. this you can't do that you gotta look into that right so it, yeah i would be curious you know if anybody has you know mm -hmm. any of those guys that we talked about have uh have connections and can kind of get that piece of detail for us so maybe we, i'll even do some research yeah, you, if I can you don't find even it. have to say that you heard it here because yeah. you probably didn't but if you did <laughs> if you did just go ahead and cover it on your show and yeah we'll hear it eventually because we're all fans of the other podcasts as well so we listen to these guys but uh, yeah. um if you uh if any of you listeners out there have any suggestions or things that you'd like to see come to disney springs or the Springs, maybe they're calling. I'm not sure. They're probably going to add Disney to the front of it. But Disney Springs, I mean, send us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. I almost forgot. <laughs> gmail.com or, you know, send us a tweet, you know, at magic, at magic our way. Um, or post it onto our, like our page and post it on our page, you know, on Facebook. 
And you can send your get well wishes to Kevin there as That's well. That's right. Yeah. Eventually, I'm going to be clear of all this funk. And then, you know, <laughs> I'll be able to talk a normal show and stuff. But uh, yeah, send, send us those little uh, uh, suggestions of what you'd like to see. You know, we'll read it on the air. Get all um, that glop out of your system. Yeah, I got to get all that glop out of the system, man. So anyway, um, we're moving on. Let's move on to the hub. Hey everybody, this is Kevin again, and before we go to the Hub, I just wanted to remind you all that uh, the Hub segment and the uh, following Magic Arway segment is uh, our segments that we recorded a while back. Um, we did that a couple months ago as one of our first trial shows and stuff. It just never made the cut when we started actually posting these things up uh, to the server and iTunes and everything else. But it actually turned out to be a really, really good show, and I wanted to make sure that we share that uh, share this with you. But anyway, it deals with our views on um, the limited time magic promotion. Um, I think it's around December, November when we recorded this. November, I can't remember. Whenever they first announced it, we decided to record this little show talking about it. And it gives kind of our views. And also, uh, you know, we kind of brainstorm things that we might want to see. Um, so you can kind of give a list of the, to some of our thoughts in there. And so without further ado, uh, oops, sorry, without further ado, I'm still not quite over my cold. Sorry, guys. But anyway, without further ado, for real this time, let's go to the hub. All right, gang, welcome to The Hub. Uh, today we're talking about the limited time magic promotion that Disney has rolled out for all the Disney parks, not just Walt Disney World. Uh, but it's going to take place in the year 2013, next year, of course, for the next 52 weeks. And if you haven't heard it, if you, listen to other, if you found us, you probably listen to other podcasts and such, and they talk about this exact kind of a thing. Um, you can kind of read it on, when the, not kind of, but you can definitely read it on Walt Disney's uh, website. But basically, it's their promotion, you know, to get people to the parks and everything else next year. And basically, what it deals with is different things that will happen weekly, not necessarily at just Walt Disney World, as like the other promotions have been. But it could happen anywhere in the world um, at any of the parks. Is it anywhere? No, No, I think think it's just North America. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about overseas, but I mean, I, I know Disneyland and Disney World right. every week is supposed to be something different. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's just uh, the North American parks. Uh, I'm not sure if they expanded it uh, they internationally kinda, to commemorate it. What they did was like they had like a little get together over in uh, in New York in Times Square. In, yeah, right, over in Times Square, they did the ice sculpture just to kind of commemorate sometimes really beautiful, wonderful, magnificent things only last for a short period of time. Right. And that was the whole idea behind it. And so what they're going to do is every single week, uh, apparently, you're going to get a new... Um, kind of magical experience yeah. in one of the parks. You, you may not be exactly in Disney World. It may be in Disneyland as well, or even California Adventure. Well, and my understanding is it's across both parks. Like, both parks are doing it. Yeah, both like, parks will do it, but I don't think they're happening. I don't think things will happen at the same time. Maybe a couple of things may be at the same time. I think. Okay, see, that's news correctly. to me. Yeah. I thought like each week, every each park would doing something. Yeah, maybe what they're doing is the same. Maybe something's a little bit different. But right. I mean, like you know, there's a couple of these things here that I was looking through what they're talking yeah. about doing, and it seems like like um, 
Like what's well, so some of the things like the, the one during Valentine's week? The, yeah, the like true that, love one. I gotta imagine they're going to be doing that in both parks, where it's like uh, the one they've only put out a little bit of what it's like maybe uh, six or seven things that they're going to be doing where they're announcing, okay, this is this is something that we can make a week out of, and one's called True Love Week, and it's supposed to be um, happening right around Valentine's Day, where they're gonna you know. They're basically going to light the park up, and and uh, you know they'll they'll have special restaurants and special menus, and Valentine's Day collectibles, that kind of thing, uh, to kind of give you know bring a little romance to your time at yeah. the at the park with your you know wife, girlfriend, husband, significant other, significant kind of other, you know. So yeah, that sounds like something that, and I can't imagine that they would you know limit that to one park yeah, or the other. Yeah. Same thing with Independence Week. That's yeah, Independence Week one. looks like yeah they got it at both parks. You know they have for the and a lot of these things happen for just the week. Mm-hmm. And now, the, the Golden Horseshoe Review that that's the one thing I saw that that's only for Disneyland uh, mm-hmm. because you know they have like the uh, and it's the Diamond Horseshoe Review in Disney World, right? Right. And the and the Golden Horseshoe Review in Disneyland, and they're saying that the the Frontierland show from the original Disneyland Park is going to return. Um, and that's one of the ones I think it's only lasting for about a month. Yeah, but I mean that's longer than I mean everything else is a week. So that, right. uh, for it actually, to go a month is cool. actually kind of cool. Uh, but I wouldn't yeah. mind going out there and actually checking that out because th- I've always heard about it and I've never really seen it. I wouldn't either, but I mean I don't understand why they wouldn't just take that and do that in the Diamond Horseshoe yeah. as well and just kind of you know for people who can't <laughs> fly out all the way to California, right. go ahead and check it out. You know. Can you know, go over to Orlando and see that? I mean, it's not like they're doing a whole lot with the diamond horseshoe right. as is. So um, the the one that intrigues me is this long lost lost friends week. Did you read that one about yeah. how they had the lesser known villains and stuff on uh, that come out and, or let not villains but also maybe characters yeah, like Clarabelle Clow and Flick and Tweedledee and Tweedledum. What they say is that lesser-known Disney characters move from the shadows to the spotlight to meet and greet guests on both coasts, and you'll have photo ops with characters that could include Flick, Clarabelle Cow, Remy, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and uh, you know you may be able to go online and vote for the characters that you wish to see. And I'm My- guessing, you know, lesser-known, you know, it's not like I don't know these people, but maybe they mean like you don't see them in the parks as often you see that's the part about this that has me scratching my head this if this is the people that you're featuring i've never not gone into the animal king and kingdom and miss fleck flick is always yeah. in the animal kingdom yeah and then every now and then you'll see Tootle and tootledum in oh, yeah. land I've, I've seen them every now and then clarabelle cow i mean we met her last time we went out in the front of uh of of uh the Magic Kingdom. Right. Her and Horace Hart, Horse Collar yeah. uh, were out there taking pictures in the front of, of Magic Kingdom. And that was last time we were there, which I guess was about you know a year and a half, two years ago. So who um, would you like to see? Like, what are some long-lost friends that are seriously people that are characters that you hadn't seen? Well, to be honest you know? with you, I, I don't know that, you know, that there are, especially with their enticing music. In other words, if you go to Disney World and you you know buy tickets to like the uh, the Halloween party, the Christmas yeah. party, the Pirate and Princess party, that's when you see all these people. Right. You see the what you call it the uh, Clarabelle Cows and Julie right. and Jewel Dump, and there um, are lesser known characters that you'll see at these things that you don't see anywhere else. I'm yeah. trying to think. Like I think. I think we might have ran. I mean, don't hold me to this, but I think of the walrus. The walrus from uh, Alice oh, right, in Wonderland right, right. Yeah. was out there at one point. Um, 
Ooh, it's going to be tough for me to remember all these people. Uh, the, the the I think maybe the raccoon from Pocahontas was out there or something okay, like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it I forgot was, the name. It's, uh, what you call it? it? That's what those things are about, is you run across characters that you never really see right. at those little parties. So, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to say, like... I get it if they want to do like a long lost friends week where they bring out characters that you really never see. Like Bambi. Yeah. Like <laughs> the the Cheshire cat walk around right. character kind of thing. That or, would be neat to have that Cheshire cat kind of pop around in and around the park. It, exactly. Every now and then, you know, kind of like how he disappears. Or Ludwig von Drake. I've never yeah. seen him in the parks. That would be kind of cool to see him. You know, Mr. Toad would be a long lost friend. Yeah, there you go. You I, know, I'm not he was really there and then he's gone. <laughs> kind of a thing. Well, you see, I think that would be a good way to go with it, too, is like just to do a week right. of, of long-lost attractions, bring them back for a little bit. That would be cool. But, but then it's like, how would you do that since a lot of the times they would replace? Like, you can't bring back Horizons because right. Mission Space has it. Although, I'd love to see that. Well, you know, you, you know? you'd have to, like, you could bring back uh, River Country. River Country yeah. is just still, still sitting out there doing nothing. Um, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, what's a, where they had Body Wars. Um Oh, uh, like Wonders, Wonders of, life. of Life. Yeah, Wonders Pavilion. of Life Pavilion's still sitting there. They could open that up. I'm not sure what's left in there. Um, you know, I, you know. here's my take on this whole thing, and this is kind of maybe jumping forward a little bit. I think this is a great promotion if you're an annual pass holder and you, you live in California mm -hmm. and you're going to Disneyland. This is awesome because every single week you don't know what you're going to get. You're right. going to show up and it, they're going to have a new surprise waiting for you. And it's going to be kind of cool. If you're somebody trying to schedule a vacation, there's not a whole lot here. Like if, if you're going to Orlando, right. you're going to Disney World, you're going to be staying there for a week. There's not a whole lot here to You're kind pretty of, much going to get what you're going to get. Right. That's the thing. So I'm, I'm not going to book my vacation around a long lost friends. The dapper week. dancing boy bands. <laughs> That's you know. That's the one that gets me. I I don't get that. If you haven't seen this, this is where it's the, the Dapper Dance at Main Street Barbershop Quartet. This thing's on Main Street USA. Um, they'll have a special finale to their show that they normally sing, and they'll uh, what's it claiming the title of original boy band, and they're gonna sing a bunch of melodies from like One Direction, and sing Backstreet Boys, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I could care less. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know what the if you know if. if if you were in hell and hell had a schedule, it would be like Mondays would be evisceration, like Tuesdays would be like gang rape, then Thursdays would be the yeah. Dapper Dan singing boy band yeah. songs to you over and over and over again. See, like my godchild and stuff would probably dig the One Direction thing, I think. I don't know if he knows One Direction, but I, I, it would be amusing or, you know, in an entertaining sense to hear them sing in sync and Backstreet Boys. Just... It would to be, see them do it. It would be cute. You know? like if yeah, you right. It would be cute. If you happen to wander across it on the street and they happen to do it, you're like, oh, isn't that something? They're bringing that. But They're I mean, no, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> yeah, who's coming to see them sing barbership rendition right. of I Want It That Way or what? Yeah. It, I, I won't plan my vacation around that, no. in other words. I, there's nothing here that I will plan. But that would be amusing. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, what, the Unleash the Villains thing. That kind of cool. Be, it, yeah, it's cool. Be, yeah, yeah, kind of cool. But are you going to plan your your vacation around? Right. It? Are, you, are you really going to plan your vacation around a dance party with Captain Hook, Jafar, and, and that's kind of hard for me because you know I, I teach, and so like September is like the beginning of the whole semester. Mm -hmm. That's kind of hard for me to get down there unless it's for just a weekend. And, but and, it would be kind of neat to see those guys. But I mean, you know. But once again, they do this like again at the Halloween party that yeah. they do at the Christmas party, at, right. at the Pirate and Princess party that they were doing. They always have a dance party out there where they have the characters and they do this little thing and no one 
every time we pass there, there's no one out there dance party. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is kind of busy doing their own thing. But yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine doing that. Uh, Pirate Week, again, they do the Pirate and Princess Party. Doesn't really kind of change things. Now, a lot of these things we're reading, are, uh, we're kind of paraphrasing the stuff from right off their website. A lot of podcasters have commented on this. I'm curious what you think. Um, do you think the things that they have put forth out there, like these promotions, that for example promotions for this uh, limited time magic, is that enough for you to get you to the parks? Is that like, would you say, is that something that, you know, if I it's live, like, oh, wow, I got to go see this kind of a thing? Yeah. If I lived in California, absolutely. If I lived in Orlando, absolutely. If I was an annual pass holder, I would definitely be going over there to check out. Like, you know, it'd be great if my wife and I can get a, a babysitter and go over and, and check out the uh, the true love thing that they're doing where you get to the restaurant with a special menu right. and all that other kind of thing. That, that would be awesome. But if we're going on vacation, we're taking our kid. <laughs> you right. know? We're, we're not going to really have that kind of time alone. So I, no, none of these would make me go to the park unless I happen to live in that area and I could just go on a weekly basis. But I would never schedule. I mean, think about it like this. Like, let's say you're scheduling your trip and you get up there and you happen to go there on the week that the Dapper Dan sing the boy bands and you come back and then your neighbor goes and he comes back and he's like, yeah, we went and it was, um, you know, pirate week and we got right. like, you know, free fast passes and we got, you know, you're like, oh man, my trip sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even though you might've had a great time, you're like, man, you got to do this, you got to do that. And all I had to do was Listen to Dapper Dan sing a right. bunch of boy band tunes. Right. That sucks. Now I'll give this for them. At least this is a promotion that lasts the entire year. That is you true. You know, which is which is kind of along the lines of the past promotion they've done before, like you know, a hundred or years of magic, or whatever that mm -hmm. a year of magic celebration kind of thing, or all that kind of stuff, or happiest celebration on earth. Mm -hmm. Those kind of promotions. At least it lasts the year. I think what was it last year was the one about leap year, extra time. I forgot what they called it, but I remember they released it. You remember? I was at your house that day. Yeah, they give you like one extra day. There's or one something. extra day, and the, the parks were open for like 24 hours yeah. or something like that, or whatever, yeah, yeah. or something like that. I remember that. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm glad I'll give this to them. At least they're they're working at having a promotion that lasts the entire year. So at least I have a shot of seeing something. You mm -hmm. know, um, dealing with that promotion. Now, but I, I mean, you know, based upon all the stuff that they've done before, with like you know those fast passes and stuff that they would give up and everything I mean, that's 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 tough acts to follow you know yeah the year of a million dreams they expanded that was like two years of a million dreams oh, i remember yeah. man that's i don't know how they're gonna top this that was a freaking you know that was that was a home run in my opinion you know but, again i mean the year of a million dreams thing was kind of great until you kind of came back and you're like hey guys oh, you should have came with us because we just got all free fast passes to write anything right. on Hollywood Studios that we went we're like yeah, it was we a hit didn't or miss get nothing thing. <laughs> right. it worked well for a, a bit but you know I, I don't know It there's a this part to this where I kind of wish that they would have um, you know I kind of wish that they would have did like you know maybe I know they want to do a limited time kind of thing but yeah. maybe like a month per like promote so like really kind of like do do like twelve months and like like do a whole week where it's like a true love kind of yeah. thing or do a whole week where it's a pirate thing or do a whole week, um, uh, I'm not a whole week a whole month I'm talking uh do a whole month of those kind of things and just kind of focus on one promotion per month then yeah you might be able to say okay I will plan my trip on right. the month that they do this as opposed to you know planning my trip on the month where you know I'm not so interested in seeing right. what they're gonna do. But yeah, like if they if they were announced tomorrow, like you know, um, 
that the first week they're going to be doing something special. You get some time to plan out for it. Right. If you're somewhere mid in June and in July they're announcing something that's really kind of cool, do you really have time to plan, take off that much right. time, get over there, you know, check it out? So with that Probably being said, not. that'll lead us into our Magic Our Way segment. All right, so we're back here on this segment, and we're talking about li- the limited time magic. And so I want to talk about what kind of things we would have liked to have seen or what we would have done to kind of promote, help, you know, better, I guess, this promotion. What kind of things would you like to have seen them say, hey, this is what we're doing for this kind of year? What kind of things would I would like? What kind of uh, events would I like to yeah, see? Yeah, what do? kind of events? Like you already mentioned before we t- uh, uh, toward the end of the last segment about the twelve months, and I kind of like that. You know, yeah. I have a month for each little particular topic. What other? What kind of things would you like to have seen? Well, again, first, I'd, I'd love to see them do like a remember the magic kind of thing where you take past attractions or past shows or, or things that you just you can't see or find in the parks anymore and go ahead and, and do a month straight of that. You mm-hmm. know, open up old like really because if you're only doing it like once, you know, a month, I mean, if you're only doing it for like a month, you have some time to prep for it, you know. Fix up some old things that haven't been in use for a little while. You know, show us, bring back the kitchen cabaret. Do something mm-hmm. that we haven't seen in quite a little bit of time and just be like, okay, this is going to be like retro month or, you, you know. know. along those same lines, I would say the same thing for the musical groups that they used to have in Disney World. You know, like Future Core, you know, bring them back yeah. or something. You know, have some of the acapella groups that used to sing in like Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the live music groups that used to be there that aren't the, as there as much anymore. The Hollywood Hitman that used to be in MGM Studios that played on, um, what's that? The uh, what do you call it? The Streets of America. Yeah, that kind of a thing. That would have been that would have been great to have those guys back. You know, just um, there's this guy called the Zip Code Man. I don't know if you ever saw this, but no. when we went on one of these trips, there's this guy in Epcot called the Zip Code Man. You would tell this guy, this is your zip code, where you lived. And this guy could, you know, by asking a series of questions, you could narrow it down almost to exact cross streets that you lived around. Oh, my God. And so a friend of, you know, Jake, you know, he got involved. I have a picture of him doing this. And if I remember, I'll post it up on the website. But, um, you know, he told him the zip code. Uh, I forgot what the zip code was. That we were living on West Bank. Uh, Harvey went not 7058. It would be something else. Um, but anyway, he told him the zip code and it was like, you know, he narrowed down, you live in this city, you live in the New Orleans area. He's like, yes. And you live blah, 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 on, the, on the West Bank. He's like, yes. And then, you know, he narrowed it all the way down. You live between Manhattan and the canal and all this kind of this. And we're just all sitting there freaking out, you know? <laughs> and so he had this big map of the United States and then he would, uh, you know, he would say, okay, you live right there between these streets, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yes. You know, it's like maybe like a block within a block, he would nail you exactly how you live. I don't know how that worked. <laughs> but, you know, he did it. And he would place the people that he pulled out for this little show on this little uh, United States map. It's like, okay, you live right around here. You know, it's like, wow, that's weird. That if is... I remember, I have to put that poster because I don't know how many people remember that. Because not, not too many people mentioned him. But uh, no, I thought I... that was the coolest thing. And he used to do it in Epcot right by the Communicore what is it? West, I believe. I think it's West, the one that goes to, to the land. When you walk through that communicore and you're headed toward the land, he was right there. Hmm. And he had the, the map of the United States pointed out. And he would, you know, every now and then he'd do his little show. And I thought that was just the coolest thing. That you know, is that, cool. that's, that, it was freaky weird. <laughs> bring, back, bring back the Dream Finder. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or for that matter, bring back the entire original attraction. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the funny thing. I remember that attraction, and I remember having to wait in line outside mm-hmm. the pavilion mm-hmm. for that attraction. Yeah. Now you could pretty much walk on it any time of day or night. It doesn't really matter. Even if it's peak season, chances are there's like zero, almost zero wait, you know, which is a yeah. shame. 
Because you still see, when you walk up to it nowadays, you still see the little queue area on the outside and the little uh, the, uh, turnbacks. Uh, and I remember waiting in those lines wrapped around the building and stuff just to get into that attraction, you know. And so it would be great to have that, yeah. you know. Uh, you could bring back the Odyssey restaurant. Yeah, the Odyssey kind of thing. there. Uh, bring back the Skyway. They still have the oh, uh, yeah. They still have the buildings for the entrances and exits yeah. for the, uh, the Skyways there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is probably, as far as just doing it for a month, that probably wouldn't work. They probably have to commit to something yeah, like that for entire but I would like to see an entire year of Remember the Magic come back see some things you haven't seen in a long long time and really make the effort to put a couple of those things back oh, to really make it you know costly cost effective I guess um, have the people vote on what attraction they'd like to see return yeah you know and just bring that one back mm-hmm. you know and do that for the whole year maybe too even yeah I mean, heck, maybe keep it the entire time I think that'd be great they brought back you know? Captain EO <laughs> now you know what could be fun is like to actually have uh, like do the ticket system for like maybe a day or a night oh the e-ticket can no, I, the old, yeah. no not the e-tickets but well, yeah yeah the e-tickets like yeah. to have the sell instead of a general admission ticket just sell ticket books right right for that day and, you know and, and it's, I think it's totally plausible to do it because now they're coming out with all these rfid stuff mm-hmm. you know so they could have the little tickets with a little rfid chip in it and mm-hmm. then they, they already have the little stanchions that are going to read those chips so all you got to do is like if it's a ticket just hold out scan it and you're good to go you know you go yeah. through the ca- you know cast member deals with it uh, so i think that's that's kind of reasonable you know it shouldn't be too hard to do because they're already kind of doing it for other things in the in Disney World and everything else. So I think that actually would be kind of pretty neat to see. And then, you know, if anything, you could just buy a booklet and just kind of keep it, you know, like, like people have. Because a lot of people nowadays, maybe a lot of our listeners, unless, like, you know, older than me and stuff, barely remember the ticket book system. You know, like, I barely remember having to do that. You know, I still have, like, an end of a stub left over from the days when you had to buy ticket books for Disney World and everything else. And I thought, it was that, you know, that was really, really cool. Yeah, I think I have a duplicate ticket book someplace that they did like when you, you know, when you signed up to D23. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was one of the things that they gave you is a duplicate t- ticket book, which was the first time I've really, I'm, I'm, you know, my mother wouldn't let, never let me near a ticket when I was that age because she yeah. would be afraid I'd lose it. But I mean, be able to have it now and, and look right. at it. And it's like, oh, that's, it's really kind of cool that you see it like that. You know, it's not like they're going to lose out money because, I mean, you know, people are going to want to ride the rides for like, maybe that one evening or, or several evenings. Maybe they do it like one evening a month. Uh, you know, you run out of ticket books. What you ha- what do you have to do? You have to buy a whole other ticket book if you want to ride the ride again. So I mean, it's not like they're going to lose their butts on it. No. If anything, they'll probably make the same amount of money as they're doing now. It may be just a little more legwork, but I think that'd be fun just to do it for the nostalgia aspect. I mean, you'll have a lot of older people, you know, my generation and on 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 older that would remember having to do all that kind of stuff. Now, oh. granted, yeah, it's easier <laughs> the way they do it now. But you know, at the same time, there's just something about you know, yeah, it's like, oh, this this is a D ticket. All right, I got to rip that one off yeah. and give it to the cast member, and we're good to go. You know, it's, it's just actually kind of neat, like a an old timey uh, amusement ride kind of a deal. You know, so. <laughs> Hey, I'm all for it. I hope that I hope that's something that they do consider doing one day because yeah. I think that would be a really kind of you know bring back uh, you know old fireworks shows, old parades, uh, fantasy in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah. Do you remember that show? Yeah, barely. Yeah. Well, they had all the colored smoke things and the gliders of over Epcot. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of something different. Fantasy in the sky was the. Uh, Magic Kingdom fireworks show was it? I think so. Yeah, that's, that's what. Yeah, I'm thinking of something. I'm thinking of another show in Epcot that happened during the day. 
Oh. They had fireworks and stuff. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, uh, I don't either. I know. One of the podcasters originally said it recently, and I, and I was like, oh, I remember that. You know, <laughs> now I can't remember. You know, oh, well. But y'all can Google that and look that up. Yeah. All right, I want to introduce a new segment we uh, like we like to call "I Beg to Differ." Um, it's not something meant to be uh, um, argumentative or anything, but you know, I listen to a lot of uh, you know I'm a Disney fan first, and so you know, just like Danny, I listen to a lot of different Disney podcasts, and you know, every now and then I'll hear something that's like you know I, I have a, ter- a terribly different opinion upon that, or it's like I have something to contribute, you know. So it's not this segment's not meant to be argumentative and such, but it's like. You know, a lot of people will, you know, some of the podcasts will say some things that a lot of people end up, you know, yelling at their phones or whatever else or wanting to say their opinion. And it's like, you know, instead of emailing in, it's like, why don't I just get my own podcast, which is what we did. So <laughs> um, I'm, I figure I'd uh, voice some opinions here. But anyway, this one's more or less a contribution. Uh, I heard on one of the uh, w- WDW Today shows, the listener question shows, of a violinist uh, wanting to take part in the candlelight procession. And she was, uh, I think it was a she, she was wondering about how to go about doing that. And of course, if you're familiar with the candlelight procession, if you listen to the show, you probably know what it is. But anyway, there's, of course, a live chorus and there's a, a live orchestra there playing um, this program in Epcot Center. Are you familiar with the candlelight yeah, procession? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the um, the chorus, of course, you know, and uh, one of the podcasters mentioned that they're made up of um, was a, of different high school groups along with some of the professional singing groups in Disney World, like the Liberty Vo- members of the Liberty Voices and some of the other acapella groups will sing. Uh, what they'll usually make up like the little Christmas tree part, and on the outer wings and stuff, will all be different high school groups that want to come down and sing with them. You know, I have a friend that does that all the time with his group so on and so forth the orchestra on the other hand is a totally different animal those are a bunch of professionals um musicians and uh, the way it works is they don't really have an audition for that group um disney has a collective bargaining agreement with the musicians union down in orlando and so you, the person you would audition for is the musicians union down in orlando but they don't always have auditions. And usually that group is made up of a bunch of local musicians, the guys that are there on hand to take the duties whenever, you know, that is necessary. You know, they usually like you to be in the area in order for you to uh, play in that particular group. So it's not like you can audition, like say the Disney college band or anything else to be part of that musician. It's a professional group of freelancers, basically maybe some of full-time Disney cast members, but sometimes there's a lot of outside freelancers and just do candlelight processional and they, then they go back to their other gigs and stuff that they may have in and around the Orlando area or anywhere in Florida. Um, they probably pull guys from like Sarasota uh, symphonies and Miami, the people from UCF, that college of music down there, anywhere else. And so it's not, if you audition, you audition for the union per se. And if you look on the casting website, they have the entertainment casting website, you'll see, um, or actually what they call DisneyAuditions.com. You can check that out. And they'll usually post, and almost every month they'll have a a posting for uh, the bi-monthly musician open call audition. And so you can do that. Um, but the catch is they usually like you to be down there because chances are if you audition and you win a spot, it's usually to start out as a sub deal, which is pretty much a, not unlike any other, you know, music, music market around. You know, you usually work your way in as a sub and then you slowly work your way up to a, a, a 
um, a full-time position, you know, for those types of gigs. Orchestra is a little bit different. They'll post the openings for those uh, orchestra things and then they go for it. But, you know, the Disney Orchestra for the Candlelight Processions is not, Candlelight Processional is not um, like one of your professional orchestras like, you know, like, um, you know, like uh, Atlanta or Cleveland or New York where they'll post, you know, a full-time job opening. This is just a seasonal group. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to, you can move. I mean, I think she mentioned an email that she would love to do it for like a month or something. But it's not like you can move down there and expect to be playing every day of that month that you're living down there. You know, you may if you end up if you really want to do it, you could live down there for a month and then you might maybe get a call a couple of times, you know, maybe once a week or something like that if you work your way in. Um Best way, you know, play the musician game, make some connections down there, start playing down there. You know, if you want to sub a lot of orchestra guys, if you're an orchestra person, you can sub for some of the local orchestras down there. If you want to get your name on the sub list, get your name known, and then chances are you might get a chance to, if you really want to do it, play with the Candlelight Processional Orchestra. All right, Danny, but, Danny, yeah, it's, it's uh, not something another that you end can to our just show. audition right off you the bat, just like any of the other man. Disney I know, I'm going to go home and get some rest. I'm going to take some stuff. I irrigate my nose with some of that signy Guys, he's worse off. And so... Uh, that's how it works for Candlelight Procession. <laughs> it sounds air. worse off than what he actually is. He he actually is a little bit more together than than what he is. So yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. He, he just needs to drain the sinuses. Yeah. That's all that's going yeah, that's on. That's all it is. You know, everything's dripping in my throat, and so I sound horrible, but I actually feel pretty good. Uh, yeah, you look like you feel good. Man. Yeah, I look. Feel, I, I don't have any headaches. I don't have any fever or nothing. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just my voice is not happy with the weather at the moment. So, <laughs> but eventually, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Touch we'll a see. pink eye. That's it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so our next show we'll have coming up close to Easter. So um, keep an eye out. We might have something to do with Easter mm-hmm. on that show. We haven't gotten that far as far as thinking yet, but anyway. It depends um, on Kevin's sinuses. That's right. It'll depend on my sinuses. If not, I won't be doing any singing or whatever. <laughs> for Easter but um, uh, as always if you like our show please friend us on Facebook friend us on Facebook like our page on Facebook um, follow our tweets at Magic Our Way follow us on Keek get our status updates every now and then um, check out our other podcast the Field Trip Reports you can hear some stories and tales directly from the parks um, email us with your comments and suggestions for the show at magicourway at gmail.com um, so any anything else we got going on for our listeners uh, no I'm, Mr. Miyagi over there just blew my mind I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a Frida Eli just probably caught a little bug out of the air Miyagi style <laughs> you know so that was pretty uh, um, impressive wait what was the question <laughs> no, I was asking <laughs> I was asking if we have anything else pray for Kevin pray yes <laughs> That that's it. Pray for Kevin. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. Oh, and uh, shout out to any liners out there listening to the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us a chance. On that note, um, this is Magic Our Way Show. Um, I am Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. <laughs>